0: You know, I'm thankful for this week. Thankful for uh, the celebration of, of Palm Sunday as we move into the Holy Week. I'm thankful because it reminds me. It reminds me of, of why we are here. I think that last uh, song really sums it up. You know, we fall down, we, we, we are at Jesus' feet. And we cry out to the one, the one who loves us, the one who saves us, the one who came so that we may have life and have life abundantly. So I invite you now to to join with me as we go to God in prayer. Would you please pray with me? Oh God, this is a week uh, of mixed emotions. As we start off this week with celebrations. We know that as we move through the passion of Christ, that we experience those emotions that Christ experienced. So God, as we prepare to celebrate resurrection, help us to remember the love that you have for us. Help us to remember that throughout all of our lives, you are there. So, God, with the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here, be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and redeemer. Amen. So, what a great processional we had. I mean, monster trucks. I'm glad they took all the noisemakers away. But it's a, it's a, it's a great reminder you know, that, that this week starts out full of celebration. I, I can see that celebration happen a long, long time ago as Jesus was coming into Jerusalem. People laying down palms, laying down coats, looking at this man who, who, who was the hope that things were going to be different That that the tyranny of of, of the Romans, it's going to be gone. It's going to be wiped out. But as we move through the week, the story changes. The story changes, and, and we see that through Monday, Thursday, as Jesus gathers his disciples together, as he breaks bread with them, as he remembers this ancient meal but then at the end puts this twist on this meal saying that the new covenant is in and through him. And then after that event, as he goes to the Mount of Olives and is arrested, he is then taken and beaten and humiliated, yelled at, screamed at, and then taken out to a hill to be nailed to a cross. And that's where we have camped out over the past six weeks of of Lent. We've camped out at the foot of the cross listening to the words that, that Jesus has given us. We camped out listening to these final teachings, these strong moments where where Jesus is again sharing us wisdom, sharing us the heart of God. Today we're looking at the final two words from the cross, both in the, in the Gospel of John and the Gospel of Luke. They say that these are the last words that Jesus spoke before he gave up his life. So I invite you to listen As we go to these last words of Jesus First from John chapter 19 verse 30 And then Luke chapter 23 Verses 44 through 47 I invite you to follow along With the words on the screen From John chapter 19 verse 30 When he had received the drink Jesus said It is finished And with that He bowed his head and gave up his spirit. And from Luke chapter 23, verses 44 through 47, the gospel writer writes, It was about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, for the sun stopped shining. And then the curtain of the temple was torn in two, and Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father! Into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Jesus got out to the cross early in the day. And we know through the gospel writers we hear that about noon that darkness overtook the land. And it was dark for three hours until this moment. Jesus hanging on the cross, hanging on to his life, speaking words to to us speaking words to those around the cross. Then as the Gospel writer John says that, that after he was thirsty and they gave him something to drink, Jesus then says, it is finished. You know, we lose significance in, in this phrase with the English language. Because the English language is not able to fully get the picture of what is happening at this moment. See, we like to look at it is finished saying, okay, well, well, well Jesus is done now, so let's, let's get on to uh, the empty tomb. But when Jesus said the words, it is there, there is a significance there that, that I think we really need to stop and camp out at for a while. There's a significance to these words that, that we today have, a, have a, a tendency just to pass over quickly so that we can get to the empty tomb. See, the, the, the Greek word that, that is used here is called tetela, tetelestai. To is, is this Greek word. And, and the Greek word is unpacked ter- tremendously because it's not just one tense, it, it's two separate tenses. That Jesus is not only just talking about this specific moment, but he's talking about another moment. See, when Jesus says it is finished, he is talking about all of the prophecies that that were spoken or written about Christ. It It was talking about all of the times that the Old Testament writers were talking about the future Messiah. If we look in the Old Testament passages, we see that 25 times we have words that are written about those things that must happen in order for the Messiah to be handed over and Jesus fulfills every single one of those prophecies. From ones that, that we may seem as, as think as, as insignificant, like <clears throat> Judas handing over 30 pieces of silver, the disciples taking off and abandoning the Christ. From, from the meal that he had, from being beaten and being whipped, from falling while carrying the cross, by being pierced in the side. See, all of these, these prophecies that were written in the Old Testament, when Jesus speaks that it is finished, he is saying that, that all of these words have been Completed. But it is finished. Tetelestai, tetelestai means something else. It th- th- not only means not just right here and there or the fulfillment of something that's happened in the past, but Tetelestai says that this is something that goes on. It goes on through eternity. And, and, and even though it is finished right here and right now, it will continue to be finished throughout all of eternity. And I don't know about you friends, but for me, this is a promise that that brings my heart joy because I know that as a sinful man, there is absolutely nothing that I can do to earn my salvation. But it is the work of Jesus through the cross. It is, it is His to tell us, The work being finished that we can hold on to now, tomorrow, years, centuries from now. That the work that Christ completed on that day is a work that is completed every single day of our lives there's also talks about how this word tetelestai is a word that they would put down on the end of a contract whenever things were paid in full it was a promise saying you you don't have to pay anything anymore all of your debt is taken care of Jesus dying on the cross takes care of our debt to sin and makes us at one with the one who created us. Thanks be to God. Then we move to the Gospel of Luke. I know some people have a problem with two different writers talking about two different last words of Jesus, but I don't have a problem with that at all. Because what John wanted his audience to to take a grasp of and to hold on to, Luke wanted his gospel hearers to hear something else. We go back to the words of the prophecy or, or words of the Psalms where Jesus cries out, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. You may remember a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Jesus crying out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? How, how that was speaking of the Psalms. Well, this is the other words of Christ where, where he specifically calls out one of the Psalms. As he cries out, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. I'm sure those who are standing around the cross remember Psalm 31. We hear the words in just a little different spin. Psalm 31, verse 5, it says, Into your hands I commit my spirit. Deliver me, Lord, my faithful God. Have you, have you heard, do you hear the difference in between what Jesus said on the cross and what the psalmist said so many years ago? The psalmist talks about how the Lord his God while Jesus cries out to his father, that he commits his spirit. See, J- Jesus is taking this psalm, this very sacred text, and, he, and he's taking what was made unfamiliar, familiar. See, for for the Jewish listeners and for for the Israelites, when they when they spoke the psalm, they, they spoke about this creator who who was not with them, this creator who was separated from them. But as Jesus is hanging on the cross, he calls out for his father, allowing for this separation to be closed, allowing for this opportunity for us as sons and daughters of God, to be able to call on God personally. For the, for the Jewish writers and for the, for the Jewish listeners, to say the name Yehovah or, or Yahweh was completely forbidden. In the text, Yahweh was written Y-H-W-H, just four consonants. And when a writer would spend time writing these words, they would have to wipe off their pen, go and, and ritually clean themselves before they actually wrote down these words. See, there was a separation. There, there, there was this, this, this chasm between God, the creator, and God's creation. The distance was huge. But while Jesus is hanging Across, he eliminates that gap he eliminates this, this gap from unfamiliarity to, to familiar this gap from, from servant to children of the living God we're reminded in, in Galatians chapter 4 verse 7 as Paul writes so you are no longer a slave but God's child and since you are God's child, God has also made you an heir. See, when Jesus says, it is finished, and into my hands I commit my spirit to you, Father, he is saying those words to us, that we then and now can say, God, into your hands we commit our lives. This whole series was based off of Adam Hamilton's book, The Final Words of Christ from the Cross. And in there, he's talking about some of the research that he did is that that most likely the the Jewish people, when they were raising their children up, this was a prayer that the moms and the dads would teach their kids to pray as they went to bed each night. Right now, I think some of us, we... Learned, or we teach our kids the whole now I lay me down to sleep I pray the Lord my soul to keep. But for this ancient community they would say the words of the psalmist every time they would go to bed into your hands I commit my spirit into your hands I, I give you my life. As we move towards easter i wonder where where are you in your life do you feel like that you have totally committed your life into god's keeping maybe you feel like the ancient israelites do that there is a chasm between you and the god who says he loves and cares for you. Maybe you feel like you feel forsaken. Maybe you feel like that there is absolutely no way in the world that God can love or even come close to forgiving you. My hope and my prayer is that as we continue to move towards the empty tomb as we see our Savior hanging on the cross, breathing his last, fulfilling all that he came to do. that our prayer echoes Jesus' prayer, saying, God, no matter what has gone on in my life, no matter what I've experienced, into your hands, I commit my spirit. I commit my family, I commit my life, I commit my work, I commit all that I have, and I give it to you. As we prepare to move forward, I know April talked about this earlier in the service, I invite you to come and and live out those last moments of Christ's life here on earth before resurrection to be here Thursday as we gather around the table again, as we hear the words, as we partake together in, in the breaking of the bread and the pouring of the cup. I invite you to come as, as on Friday as we gather as God's people in a service called Tenebrae, where we'll see it get darker and darker. But we come not because we're losing hope, but we come because we know that there is hope. Hope in a God who loves and cares for us, that that gives us life and life abundantly so that we can then share the good news of Jesus Christ with all. Let us pray. Dear God, we pray that as we make our way through this holiest of week, we pray that we are able to echo the the words of Jesus from the cross. that as he prepared to give his life up for us, he committed his life to God. So God, I pray that as we move through our next day after day, that you allow us to echo that prayer, to to commit our lives to you. And all that we do, and all that we say, may we commit ourselves to the love and grace of Jesus Christ and share that love with others. So Lord, we pray these things. In the name of the one who suffered and died for us, Jesus our Lord. Amen. So as the praise team uh, comes back. I believe we have still several of these signs around the exits. Dean, is that right? Are they around? So if you would like to put a yard sign up in your yard, please uh, seek out one of the exits and and grab a sign so we can share the good news of resurrection with those in our community. And I I invite you that you may have a neighbor or a friend who, who doesn't go to church who, who may be needing the, this word of assurance that, that even though we are, 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 are human, even though that we, we sin, that we have a God that loves us and cares for us and, and holds us in his hands, to gather together in community. I'm looking forward to celebrating resurrection with you all next week and with your friends. But before then, maybe God is, is telling you today that that he is with you. Maybe maybe you feel like you are separated from God. I invite you to either come forward after our service and come talk to me, or I invite you to find someone to, to experience your life in Christ with. But I invite you now to stand as we sing our song of commitment, Jesus Messiah.
1: HE BECAME SIN WHO KNEW NO SIN THAT WE MIGHT BECOME HIS RIGHTEOUSNESS the HUMBLED HIMSELF AND CARRIED THE CROSS LOVE SO AMAZING LOVE SO AMAZING JESUS MESSIAH Name above all things. Blessed be. body the bread his blood the wine broken and poured out all for life the whole earth trembled and the veil was torn love so amazing love so amazing Jesus Messiah Oh. Whoa!
0: so much for being here and for being a part of our Palm Sunday worship service. We hope that you were blessed by this service and that you will share with others what God is doing in your lives. Now receive this benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Go in peace and be God's.